Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. If you're missing your weekly Out Loud routine over the break, We wanted to let you know that we are still dropping episodes for Mamma Mia subscribers. So you can get full access to Outloud, including the back catalogue of over 150 subscriber-only episodes. Subscribe to Mamma Mia via the link in the episode description. Welcome to a very special episode of Mamma Mia Out Loud. We hope you're enjoying this time, whether you're on holiday, whether you're not, whether you're making it through the holidays, which can go on for a long time. Whoever you're with or who you're not with, we are very happy to be in your ears. My name is Holly Wainwright. I'm Mia Friedman. And I'm Jessie Stevens. And on the show today, it's a roundup of our favourite recommendations from the year. So the shows, the films and the books in particular that consumed us this year, it's our roundup of our top recos. And we're going to do TV first. The White Lotus. We have to all hold hands <laughs> on that one. And say White Lotus. Just doing it again. Just doing it again. I just... Never gets old. Nothing has excited me like that TV show in a very long time. This is unrelated, but did you know that the next season of Succession is on its way? <gasps> oh. I heard that it's like being filmed and it's coming. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I know it's being filmed at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I will say that I started watching White Lotus and didn't think season two was as good. Same. And I ended thinking that it was better than season one. Same. Same. Took me a couple yeah. of episodes. I was like, hmm, I still don't know that I love it as much, but I love it. Love it, love it, love it. So it's if so you haven't brilliant. watched it and you're on the fence, go watch it. Go watch season one. Mm. You would have a treat. I want to put in a big shout out for everything I know about love on oh. Star. Oh, yes. That obsessed me for a while. Max? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Is it hard being the prettiest girl in the entire world? Mm-hmm. Seriously, we're leaving in five minutes. Okay, well, that's exactly how long it takes me to get ready. So that was the adaptation of Dolly Alderton's memoir. Mm. And it was set in 2012 and it was a group of girls in London, you know, discovering love, life, friendship and all the rest, but that makes it sound terrible. It was kind of your life, wasn't it? Oh, I really connected with it because although quite a long time before I lived that life, the share house in London life, the single years, and I just loved how it depicted female friendship. Yeah. And it was kind of 
very much adapted almost like a rom-com about friends. It was, and a great soundtrack as yeah. well. It gave great me a soundtrack. lot of joy. Yeah, loads of joy. The clothes were great. Yeah. The soundtrack was great. All the support characters were great. Touched on lots of interesting things. I loved that. Everything I know about love on Stan. One of my favourites, which I know it was for you to me out, was Love Me on Binge, Australian show. Your wife has just died, Dad. Why did you get rid of everything? Seriously, it's trial and error. And mainly it's error. So bloody good. Beautiful depiction of family. a sexual relationship between older people. I loved that. And a family. I just think it was so yeah. cleverly written. Loved, loved, loved it. A few others that were on binge. I loved This Is Going To Hurt. Oh, yeah, you did, uh, didn't you? I decided was... I couldn't watch that. It looked I too dark. I watched a few episodes of that. I liked it, but then I got a little bit tired of it. Yeah, loved, it was loved, hard loved it. for me this year to find shows that held my attention. One that did was Anatomy of a Scandal. It meant nothing. It was just sex. Nothing's just sex. There's more. You're not telling me just to tell me. To unburden yourself. The story's about to break. Sienna Miller's yeah. return. Was that this year? That yeah. was this year. Oh, I love that. That was on Netflix. It was about a politician who... I think had an affair. Yep, English politician, Tory politician. Yeah, and and Sienna Miller played this rich wife. I just was riveted by it. It was kind of. It was so well done. I discovered as well that The Dropout was only this year as well, the one with with Amanda Seyfried, and I thought I knew everything about that story, and that was one of my favourites of the entire year. That was one of the best shows of the year about the Theranos scandal and she had that blood test and now the real person's been sentenced to jail. Mm. And I also in that same vein loved We Crashed, which was the depiction of the WeWork debacle. WeWork's role is to elevate the world's consciousness. This is what tomorrow looks like. It was funny. It was so good. It yeah, was it was really, really well very done. Very satisfying. I might go back and rewatch that. And look, just another one that I know was very, very late. I was very late to the party, but I've been living on Stan because I have been watching Breaking Bad. Gone oh, you back, have to? Still ah. in there, still living in that universe. I just wanted to do a call out for watching the classics. Go back and watch every episode of Breaking Bad on Stan. It's great. I want to just throw in something that's on free to air, which is Fisk on the ABC. I just need to clarify exactly how long you were in a relationship with Mr Munster. Five minutes. Um, Instagram begs to differ. We've been an official couple since October last year, but before that it was just flirting around the office, a bit of sexting. He was living his best life, Gina. There's a saying, you know, why go out for steak when you're getting the milk for free? My mum loves that. I know, I know it makes me a little bit old and a little bit basic. Is that with Kitty Flanagan? Yeah, it's Kitty Flanagan's comedy show on the ABC and it's just a very simple kind of small show. Mm. Half-hour episodes or 25-minute episodes, whatever. Who's who of Australian comedy in it? I love it. It brings me joy. You know when you just want to watch something quick that will always make you Mm. laugh? Absolutely loved it. Before we move on to movies as well, all those TV shows, if you've had a bunch of streaming services that you're like, well, I don't have that, remember that a lot of them have a seven-day, 10-day free trial. True. So if you are spending... Christmas, New Year's, you know, sitting around watching telly. It's worth getting the trial and just binging a bunch of stuff and seeing. Do you know what I've also discovered? It's great when you discover a show and you're a bit late to the party because there's lots of seasons already made. Mm. Yeah. 
So I discovered the L Word Generation Q, which is about a group of lesbian friends in Hollywood. Because that was a classic show it years was, ago. And they brought it back. They brought it back a few years ago. But I kind of started watching because the third season's just started and they were doing a lot of promotion for it. And Jennifer Beals from Flashdance, she's one of the main characters. She's come back and then there's a whole lot of younger women as well. That's also on Stan. And I've just really loved, it's like a drama, but there's a few funny bits in it. And it's just one of those easy kind of soaps to just watch. Movies. I have two quick ones. Elvis. I wish to promote you, Mr. Presley. Are you ready to fly? I'm ready. Ready to fly. Tomorrow, all of America will be talking about Elvis Presley. And it's one of those movies. I mean, you could, did you watch it at the movies? Yeah, I reckon you've mm. got to watch it at the movies. Too late, though. I know, I know. Because it is long. I couldn't sit still for but that But it long. reminded me how much I love going to the movies and watching something that cinematic, kind of watching it with people... Well, while you're talking about that, I have to put in my controversial best movie of the year that Mia hates, Top Gun. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come on, everybody. Yeah. Silly. Top Gun. It's going to win Oscars. It's going to be. What? It is for definitely what? is for being brilliant. I want to throw in a documentary. It actually came out at the end of last year, but it really kind of got a lot of traction this year. The Rescue on Disney+. Plus. Oh, really good. Documentary about the cave rescue in Thailand. Just one of the best things I've seen. Turning red on Disney Plus, I want to recommend because you know I oh, like to throw in a movie. family yeah. movie. Yep. Is everything okay? I'm a gross red monster. Don't look at me. Stay back. This happened already? What did you say? Our ancestors had a mystical connection with red pandas. Are you kidding me? This little quirk runs in our family. It was a bit controversial because it was about periods, except it isn't really about periods, but it's about a girl coming up. I love an age. animated period movie. I know, and when she does get her period, this young girl, she turns into a big furry bread panda. It's a long story, but it's really, really good. <laughs> it's a long and animated story. I loved watching that with my family, both my son and my daughter. You know, there are so many good movies now for kids that actually for adults, you're just sitting there going, yes. The only movie I've got on my list, because I just I just don't watch movies anymore, it's the Lena Dunham movie that she wrote and directed called Catherine Called Birdie. And it's set in the like 1800s, which or the 1500s, I don't know, which would immediately usually cancel me out. And it's about a young girl who gets her period and as soon as she does, she tries to hide it because she knows that that's when her father will try to marry her off. And her father is played by the hot priest from Frilly Bag. Ah, I need to watch that. It's really, really good. That's on Prime It's on Prime, yeah. Books. Books, books, books. This was. Let's get it out of the way. A bloody good year for books. The couple upstairs. You have to say that. Cracker. (laughs) The couple upstairs by Holly Wynn, right? (laughs) No, you went to a whole other level with this book. And I know it's the most insecure I've ever seen you about a book. And we talked about that afterwards. And why did you think maybe that was? It was quite out of my comfort zone. It's a plottier book than my last two. And I think it was also dealing with quite difficult subject matter because it's kind of about a woman who this mysterious couple moves in upstairs but reminds her of a, a toxic relationship in her past. And I think it was more personal than you realised it was while you were writing it's it. It's true. Yeah. And that's so funny. I'm so unself-aware about that kind of stuff because I kept, control. I kept thinking to myself, like, why am I finding this so hard? Why yep. is it making me so sad? And then after the fact I was like, oh, because I was actually visiting some dark places. But 
the reception to it's been great. And obviously, thank you to everybody who's read it, supported and tells me that, you know, it meant something to them. Bestseller. Again. And I think it was just a great year all round for Aussie authors. I mean, it always is. The Soulmate by Sally Hepworth. Mm. I think it's her best. And I I said that to a lot of people this year and made them read it. read that one. I don't think I've seen a bad review. Like people just love it. It's just so good. It is the book that you want. Holly, yours is the same. Like if you're going away and you want something that you're going to get into after a page, The Soulmate, Couple Upstairs, they're great. Exiles by Jane Harper, I loved. I haven't read that. So I read The Dry, but I didn't read her second book. But I've heard this is the best of the series because it's a series, isn't it? Can I read it if I haven't read the second one? Yeah, you actually can. And I don't remember reading the first one. You can. I don't think you need the context of of the other two. It totally works on its own. I think it had a really satisfying ending for the character Falk, the detective, obviously not giving anything away, but she said it's the last book that's going to feature him and it gives a really satisfying ending for him. We both loved Mia, The Palace Papers by Tina Brown. Oh, cracking. Speaking of like all the royal obsession we've ended the year on, I listened to that and I found that just like listening to an amazing podcast about the royals for like hours of driving. I just loved it. And if you love that, Tina Brown is amazing. She used to be the editor of Vanity Fair and she wrote an incredible book about Diana after Diana died. Very, very, very well researched. She's British. Then she also released well, another one of my favourite books, although it was released the year before, called The Vanity Fair Diaries, about mm. her time in Vanity Fair. But The Palace Papers was just brilliant. Everyone speaks to her. She's very, very well connected. And it's just well written. It doesn't feel gossipy, but there's a lot of content in there. There's a lot of well-sourced. You two also loved Matthew Perry's book. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah. we did. That was another one I listened to. This year I've embraced audiobooks for nonfiction. Yeah. I don't necessarily love audiobooks for fiction because sometimes I find the performances a bit distracting. But for nonfiction, for memoir, now that I'm driving quite a lot, I absolutely love that. That is how I'm going to do Prince Harry's book for sure. Oh, me too, me too. Another one for the Aussie authors, Dirt Town, Hayley Scrivener. Oh, I was about to say that. Oh, oh I loved that. You gave me that to read on holiday. I adored it. Loved, loved, loved it. And then two others, Magpie by Elizabeth, Elizabeth Day. Day. Thank um, you. That was the book you gave me as well that was about a nightmare mother-in-law. She was horrific. Yeah. I really related to it. I found it very... I um, feel like it was a warning. Yeah, exactly. I loved All the Broken Places, which was a sequel to Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Oh, I actually didn't read oh, Boy yes. in the Striped Pajamas. I only saw the movie. I read this while I was away this year and it's just really affecting. It's got a lot to do with history and Is it Holocaust-related? So in Boy in the Striped Pajamas, he has a sister who is kind of a background character and he, of course, ends up crossing the fence and going into one of the camps and his father is like a German commander. So his little sister is basically like what happens once the Nazis lose and the father is executed, what happens to that family? Like where do they move? So they end up in Paris and, and it's about... having to hide your identity for your entire life. And, of course, a lot of... um, Is it fiction? Yes, but it is really well-researched. There's a bit of controversy around it, but I think it's wonderfully done. And a lot of Nazis and people Mm. who who worked in those ranks during World War II did end up in Australia. And so there's that is a whole thing as well. Ends up in Sydney. Living quietly. Yep. I've got to throw in French Braid by Anne Tyler, which was one of my favourite books of the year, which is the one that I told you about, about the woman who leaves home. 
where she's raised her family and when her last of her three children drives away to college, she just quietly begins to move all her things to a little studio because oh, she can't that's the dream. look after anyone, even a pot plant, not even a cat. It's so good. Oh. Uh, it's all about her, the effect of that decision on her adult that's children That's what I'm going to record, uh, read next. French, What's it called? French Braid. It's beautiful. And okay. Tyler's one of my favourites. The other one that you like is that Maggie O'Farrell. Oh, Farrell, I do. Right? The Marriage Portrait. I didn't love it quite as much as I loved Hamnet. S- yeah, I've seen but, that around. And yeah, I'm wondering if I should But it's it. beautiful. It's quite an intricate plot. Like it's it's one of those that you need to really focus on, mm, you know. So mm. I did really enjoy it, but not quite as much as her last one. I hope we've given you lots to watch and read. We could go on all day. That'll do for beginners, for starts. Tell us what yours are in the Outlatters Facebook group. We'd love all your recommendations. We're all going to want things to consume over the summer. And, of course, we will be inhaling spare and we're not quite sure what it. we're going to do, how we're going to debrief, but watch this space. We and will. also, if you are looking for more recommendations this summer, of course, we have every recommendation that we've offered on Out Loud for what to watch, what to listen to, what to put beauty on your face, products, what to lots wear. of stuff. That is all. If you become a Mum Mia subscriber, then you just go onto the app, there's recommendations, and there is an archive of everything. You can go and scroll through that. Thank you for listening. This episode is produced by Emma Gillespie with audio production by Leah Porges and assistant production from Susanna Making. Shout out to any Mamma Mia subscribers listening. If you love the show and you want to support us, subscribing to Mamma Mia is the very best way to do so. There's a link in the episode description.